Welcome to the New Mind Creator Podcast with your host, Maurice, the New Mind Creator. Today, I'll be interviewing Neil Fisher. Please make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you'll receive alerts when new episodes are available on Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, please leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify. Where did you actually grow up? Maurice, I grew up in North Queensland, a little town called Mission Beach. Absolute paradise. I mean, you've got the rainforest, you know, the most lush jungles in the world, and you've also got the beautiful coral reef right there. Uh, an amazing place to grow up as a child. It was all nature-based. You didn't have the, uh, the artificial construct that is the concrete jungle around you. So we grew up pure without... Um, you know, without a uh, uh, negative scum, I'll just be blunt, hanging around us. <laughs> what preceded your desire to learn more about the ultra conscious? Well, <clears throat> it all starts back to when I was a kid. It was just something I was born with, Maurice. I was, I was so blessed and so fortunate. I mean, none of us have control over the dealer uh, of life, you know, whether that be God, the higher power, the universe, whatever label you want to put on it, we all get cards, right? But the beauty is um, that doesn't matter what cards you've been dealt, you can still win the game. But if you've got strong cards, play the hell out of them. And that's what I've done. I had such powerful, uh, positive parents. Um, so I just had these intrinsic drivers within me, you know, just, just lucky. And I was always searching for more, always had aspirations, even as a child. Uh, it was just something that was always with me. And so to answer your question, um, the higher force, I mean, the higher, the higher consciousness, the, you know, almost the, uh, the above normal ability to uh, harness the dormant powers that actually lay within um, our spiritual conscious makeup, I mean, it's incredible. We really are, um, we can become the, uh, the summoners of our existence. So what spawned me towards that was... The, the very force that allows that to be a part of this reality. How early on in your life did you recognize power? I just always knew there was more. I mean, anybody, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like the matrix with Neo. He always, you always know there's something, but you don't know what it is. You're looking at something and you, you don't know there's something there, but you don't know what it is. And the reason you can't see what it is, Maurice, is because it's not in front of your eyes. <laughs> it's behind your eyes. That's why you can't see it. And beyond that, it's behind your mind. It's the central seat of consciousness within the center of your skull. That's where our true spirit is housed. You know, that's, um, that's, uh, that's the place, the zero point of existence. It's like this inner, uh, the center of the storm. Everything revolves and orbits around that. Like nothing... Nothing can touch that place. No man, no army, no force can touch that place. Only you can touch that place. And the only reason other people touch it is because you allow them to. So there is a sacred, holy God source within your, um, the center of your head uh, that's dormant. And the whole idea is to go through a, a long-lasting process of you know, a painful internal odyssey of self-discovery to get back to the truth that is your ultimate form. Is that your defining of the ultra consciousness, that seat, that space? 
essentially, yes. Um, a bit more information would be what the ultra conscious is, is it's the fusion of the conscious and the subconscious mind to uh, yield that hybrid form that is the ultra conscious, which is our true self. So a child is born pure, right? I mean, look at any kid, any normal kid. They're fun, they're playful, they're adventurous, they're spontaneous, they're curious, they're humorous, they're intelligent. They, they want to explore and try and meet and expand. It's all about growth. The problem is through time, you know, as much as whether you have good parents, bad parents, or just in general, it's just what happens. I mean, you go out in the world, things are going to happen. And then the nature of the civilization, the standards it sets, the beliefs, the ideologies, it all, it all, and it's all on purpose. It all uh, corrupts us and stunts our growth in our existence. And we get, you know, turned into automatons. And that true, spontaneous, pure self is, is uh, subdued. You know, it's always there and always was, you know, preceding your, your birth and after your death. It's always has been and always will be. Uh, we just forget about it, you know, and that's what happens. Um, so the whole idea is to unlearn and go through a, a regimentation process of discipline and, again, the painful internal odyssey of self-discovery to actually get, you know, control of your vision, control of your awareness back into your own hands so that you can step back from your mind and actually witness your mind in action and realize that you aren't your thoughts, you aren't the voice in your head because you're the one that witnesses and observes them. So through that in a process, uh, then you can reconfigure uh, the conscious mind and then bring the, you know, the power of the subconscious on board, which really drives everything. We don't realize uh, how much it drives everything. And from there, in a nutshell, when you can make that fusion between those two, then you can re you can awaken that dormant, unique, true self, that powerful self within, and um, you dissolve. Because the thing is, the ego ultimately wins by letting go. The ego wants to be seen as a certain level of status and power. Uh, the ultimate power is the ultimate creator, and that is beyond the ego. So by letting go of your identity and who you think you are, you allow the truth, the true self to come through. And that's how you get to the ultra conscious. In the day and age that we, everyone has so much information at the tip of their fingers and inundated with so many different images, how does someone who is, has lost their vision, how do they begin to get now in control of their vision as you stated moments ago? It's simple. You reach the sublime through subtraction. So it's things that you start cutting out. The reason you can't see and you can't feel is because you've got too much crap rattling around in your head. You know, get off all the mindless social media. Use it only as a, a brief tool for enlightenment, finding people with power. Don't watch the news. Don't watch the TV. Uh, first and foremost, take a step back and breathe. Take some breath. Suck in the energy of the ether. I mean, look at monks. Monks live off sunlight is because they eat air. They eat the atmosphere. The electricity available in the atmosphere is immense. Uh, start with those basics and look after your health. Start to nourish your body and get rid of the toxicity because the mind is a derivative of the physical structure of the brain. So if your brain is lacking the proper nutrients to be healthy, um, 
and it's full of toxicity, your thoughts and your ability to focus and think critically and actually um, have retros- uh, introspection on yourself and retrospection, it's going to be stunted. It's going to be less than because you don't have the right building blocks. There is literally a physical structure blocking your way because you're malnourished. I mean, so start with those basics. Get away from all the negative people. Start exercising. The biggest thing, Maurice, is matter over mind. You can't think your way out of a negative attitude. You can't think your way into into genius, into a, um, a higher intelligence. You have to use the body. You have to act your way into there. And once you actually start using your body and just starting small, um, because that's, I mean, there is a world beyond this world, the physical plane, but it all starts here in the physical plane in these three dimensions. You need to take care of shit here. I mean, us as basic organisms, uh, our ability to uh, have physical prowess and perform and have capability in a physical physiological fitness sense is paramount to everything else. I mean, it's only because we've outsourced violence to the police and the government that we have a a level of comfort and safety and stability. You know, go back even 50, 100 years ago, you had to be, you had to have the, uh, like violence is not the answer, but it's the final answer. You had to be strong. You had to be lethal. Now, look at the difference between a superhero and a supervillain. They both have immense power. It's just a character that separates them. And that's what it's about. When you take that power back and combine that with a strong character, a good nature, and an empathy for others, and a true leader creates other leaders, whereas a tyrant only wants slaves. How does someone build their character if there's someone, or if they're currently, they lack the dignity and... um things that they should do that's right they do the opposite how can they begin to rebuild that just start small man just start small because the thing is there is no small things in life big things small things there are just things and they're all important things everything you think matters everything you say matters and everything you do matters so again you got to start with the basics and there's going to be a resistance and there's a pain i mean welcome to fucking planet earth i mean it's it's, there is going to be a little bit of pain. I mean, you can make it easy, but, I mean, gosh, like what are you, a big baby? I mean, there has to be a little bit of resistance. I mean, that's how – that's the nature of growth. I mean, look at a tree, right? If a tree didn't have hard soil to grow in, um, it just blows over by the wind, you know? You need outside stimulus to strengthen. So start with the basics. Drink plenty of water. Eat healthy food. Just stick to meat, fruit, and vegetables. Actual food. Anything else is just artificially processed, recycled waste. Uh, uh, start going for a walk in the morning. You know, do some push-ups, do some stretches. Start reading, reading. I mean, come on, like just little tiny things like that. And then again, just a subtraction. Get away from all the negative influences. Get away from those that uh, those people that you know hold you down. Whatever it is that's holding you back. Just start with those basics. You don't need anything else more than that. Until you master those basics, you are not ready for anything else. And the reason is because they're the fundamentals. And the beauty and the truth is that they're the hardest to master because they're subtle and boring. That's why nobody does them. But they have the biggest, the biggest impact on your entire existence, your entire life. 
And once you can actually master those, you actually rise above most of the population because it's all about that impulse control. And when you have self-control, that is the foundation for self-mastery. You had a situation in your life that you lost eight years due to some financial situations. Uh, could you talk a little bit about that and how you overcame it? Yeah, for sure. That was in my early 20s. I mean, my story is your story. It's all of our stories. It's the archetypal hero's journey. I mean, you leave the world of the mundane and you go out and you look for adventure, but it doesn't look the way that you think it looks. <laughs> it's not romantic and um, you know, adventurous. It's actually uh, turmoil and challenge and um, pain. There are action scenes. There are you know sex scenes. There are um, you know, high-riding scenes, but a lot of it is pain. So for me, is that I didn't have impulse control. I didn't control what I put in my body or my focus. I mean, I was, I was smoking drugs. I was eating bad food. I was, you know, watching pornography. You know, I wasn't turning up to do the work with my business. All these things compounded. And um, I always knew they were growing, growing. And they're suddenly there, but I ignored them. And I just put more, I just, just, you know, look for more external substances. Because the thing is, if you, why addictions, a vice is anything that takes more than what it gives. It doesn't even have to be the obvious. It could be a mode of thinking, a way of communicating, a way of relaying with others. You know, uh, so for me, I was caught up in that and I didn't have control over what I was actually doing, what I was putting in my body. And the wise man knows that the bandages only hide his wounds. It's he that must heal them. So I was just putting on more bandages and more bandages. And guess what? It festered and became rotten. And I woke up one day and I was bankrupt, divorced, um, or separated. And I had uh, a body I wasn't proud of in a financial situation that was almost impossible, you know. Um, so then luckily, though, I had the, the strong role model that was my father to help me out and to back me up and to aspire to, um, to build strength upon and some very tight, strong friends as well. And that's the other thing, people, you should do. Don't worry about... Uh, being the most popular kid in school or being the most popular this, worry about cultivating a handful, a handful of tight core relationships in your life because trust is like love. It, it's, it's so rare and so precious, you know, so you need that shit. Um, so from there, I just had to do the slow, arduous process of, of grinding it out for years and years and years submitting to an occupation of hard physical labor um, to pay off all the debt, the money that I owed the bank. And that's what I had to do. But the thing is, it has a, it has a unforeseen positive consequence. It taught me the power of discipline. It taught me the power of perseverance. It taught me strong character because I was working with real men, hard, strong men from the old world. They didn't have social media they didn't have all this technocracy and all this weakness they didn't have all this ideological fucking goggly goop or any of that crap they were just real men here and now all that mattered was the immediacy of their presence and the other men that they were in um in presence with i mean that's all that mattered so that really brought the big macroscopic world down into the microsm because anything big is a reflection of anything small so the consequence was um, I became a man out of it instead of being a boy who was just chasing pleasure and looking for mother's milkies whole life. 
was there any shame that prevented you from reaching out initially because it appeared that you were failing at that point? Oh, shame. I'll tell you all about shame, mate. Shame was the middle pillar of my life for years because of doing, uh, you know, perverted acts in private when nobody's looking. But here's the thing. There's always somebody watching and that somebody is you. You cannot escape from that. As soon as you do something, you know it's not good, but because it's a pleasure center, you get addicted to it with the uh, mismatched evolutionary receptors of our brains and how our structure is misplaced in this modern technocracy. So you feel it straight away, shame, guilt, you know, anger itself, and all of this accumulates into a deep pain within the chest. We all have in a, um, a higher self in the chest and in the solar plexus. That's where our pride and self-worth is housed energetically. When we aren't obeying that call, it hurts and it hurts deep because that wants to expand. It wants to build. It wants to, it wants to share and grow with the world. Um, so there's a lot of that pride and a lot of that ego because we want to be perceived in a certain way. So as I said at the start is you really just have to push through that discomfort because the thing is fear is a compass. There's two fears. There's the primary fear of death and the secondary fear of initiation. And initiation is stepping through the threshold of no return. So if you need help, just reach out because the ego is trying to protect you. But guess what? It ultimately wins when you let go and push through to the other side because what happens is you the the tearness the um the de- the um, lack of unity within the division within is no longer there you're actually able to unify yourself because you're able to shine light on your shadows realize um that the the seasoned warrior needs the most help and think of it like this look at the strongest smartest best people in the world they all have help they all have coaches. I mean, no man rules alone. We all stand on the shoulders of giants. So ultimately, there is no easy fix to it, except there is an actual sim. There is no easy part about it, but it's simplistic. Whatever you're most afraid to do, you have to do it. And if you don't, it will haunt you forever. How were you able to bridle your impulses? Because you said you were impulsive early on in your life. What was that process like, overcoming that? Um, the process of overcoming that is, like I said, you realize that it's no longer fun. It doesn't work. I mean, you look at yourself in the mirror and you realize you don't have control. You realize that it's sending you broke. You realize that you have a body you're not proud of. You realize that you're not happy. And I know this because look at everyone else around you. I mean, we all have a crystal ball. We all actually have a time machine and can see the future. Just look at your habits and then look at somebody else who has the same habits who's five or 10 or 20 years older than you. That's where you're going to end up. So I realized that it doesn't matter what I think I am or what I say I am, it's what I do. So I just looked at what other people were doing that were older than me and I didn't want to be that. I didn't want that pain of regret because there is no pain. There is no pain like regret. It will haunt you. It will crush you. It will just burn you to the core and you can't ever get rid of it. It will be stuck with you forever. So basically you just realize that 
that shit is not fun. I mean, what's fun? What's fun is being ripped. What's fun is being rich. I mean, what's fun is being a rare, strong, powerful man or a rare, strong, beautiful, enlightened woman, whatever the case may be. That's fun. Having the ability to do whatever you want to do at any time with anybody, that's fun. I mean, you just got to shift your perspective and realize that it's been a lie. Everything that you've been sold and everything that you do is not your choice. That isn't your free will. That has been programmed and advertised and marketed to you. I mean, you're not in control of your life. Sorry. Yeah, you're not in control of your life. Other people are in control of it and you don't even realize. So ultimately, you just have to you just have to reach breaking point. I mean, it takes a certain level of pain before you actually realize that it's time. And through that pain, that's how you get to self-discovery. And I mean, look at life. You know, birth is pain. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. How did you come about with the phrase, a unified man? Oh, it just came to me. You know, I was just in a good state, a good state, and it just came to me. And um, it just rung true with me, and I wrote it down, and it resonated with me because that's what I realized. This carries on from the question you just asked, is that the, the division within, you know, the war within, the battle between our thoughts and our identities and our feelings and what we think we're supposed to be and how we're being perceived by the ego. A unified man just says it all. You are unified in form, in essence, in spirit, in mind, in body. Everything is aligned. There are no distractions. There are no deviations. There are no backsteps. Anything that takes is a vice and anything that gives is a discipline. So when you are unified, nothing can affect you because, again, you get back to that zero point within the center of your skull, that point of absolute, total, universal presence, connection, and power. And that's the place to be. And when you are unified, that's where you operate from. You operate from your highest, strongest, smartest self because that is what we are supposed to be. That is what we were born with. And the reason, the reason why we aren't happy with our lives or we hate ourselves or we have suicidal thoughts or we have depression or whatever the fucking case may be, it's because it's true. It's because we aren't aligned. We aren't responding to the world. We're reacting to the latest bit of stimulus. We, you know, that's why the brain is giving us such a hard time is because we're failing ourselves and we're failing our people and the ultimate creator and our path. We're not walking it. So go back to those fundamentals. Go back to those basics that I previously mentioned and matter over mind. Automatically, you will feel good about yourself. You'll have positive self-talk. You'll have pride. You'll have strength because guess what? It's now accurate because you are those things. You embody those things. And most importantly, you do those things. What is your one to grow on? What valuable piece of information would you like to leave our audience with? You are the thing and the thing is you. You already are everything you ever need. And you don't need anything from anybody because you already have everything you need. You just don't know it yet. You just don't know it. It's dormant. All of the answers, all of the strength lie within. The key is, though, you need someone from without to show you how. And that's the path of initiation. 
And that's the path of mentorship and guidance and a ritual elder, a, a spiritual elder, a shaman, a coach, you know, a leader, a teacher, you know, a trainer, you know, a mentor, a role model. You need that, especially as men. That's the path of masculine initiation and growth and the process from turning from a boy into a man. Reach out. Don't be so prideful. You don't know everything and you never will. And again, that's why uh, the ego ultimately wins by letting go is because you step through that immature character. You step through all of those things that hold you back, all those infantile, grandiose desires and wantings, and you step forth into the source. And you uh, no longer have to try to do anything because you become, and that's the key, is becoming. Thank you for listening to The New Mind Creator Podcast with your host, Maurice, The New Mind Creator. Today's episode has been sponsored by Abundant Sports and Truth Serum.